Hello, and thank you for listening. Welcome to 2023. This is Melissa Giles, Director of Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. I'll be reviewing the January market commentary provided by David M. Darst, Chief Investment Officer with Americana Partners. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. The first section I will be covering is called Portfolio Positioning. Let's begin. Fundamental Factors A hawkish Federal Reserve, elevated rates of inflation, high interest rates, and the likelihood of potentially disappointing corporate revenue growth with unfavorable earnings outcomes may have already be well reflected in the year-to-date return through December 30th of negative 19.4% for the S&P 500. Markets still need to see, one, peak hawkishness and peak inflation, two, the COVID conditions in China improving and the country returning to normal growth, and three, some consequential degree of detente in geopolitical tensions in areas of armed conflict or acute rivalry. We expect interest rates to remain high until recessionary economic forces intensify, with episodes of volatility for longer duration risk assets through a good portion of 2023. Technical Viewpoints We counsel flexibility under current volatile conditions as volatility VIX readings in the low 20s range in recent months have favored a risk-off approach to financial markets. Gold continues to trade inversely to the strong U.S. dollar. Support on the S&P 500 appears to have formed around 3,600 within a current resistance floor range of 4,100 to 3,300. Rates and Credit On December 14th, the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, raised policy rates by another 50 basis points, bringing the Fed funds rate to 4.25 to 4.5 percent. As of December 30th, the Fed funds future market was ascribing a 67.7 percent probability of a Fed funds rate of 4.5 to 4.75 percent by February 1st, 2023. Absent an exogenous systemic shock, the Fed appears prepared to bring inflation down even as such a stance puts pressure on domestic growth, employment, the housing sector, corporate earnings, and longer-duration risk assets. We expect rates to stabilize, yield spreads to widen, and some attractive valuation levels to begin to emerge, including in investment-grade municipal bonds. A recession in 2023 should produce lower yields and thus higher prices for intermediate and long-term U.S. Treasury securities. Where we are. Through December 31, 2022, the S&P 500— negative 19.4%, and a closing price of 3,839.50. The NASDAQ Composite, negative 33.1%, and a closing price of 10,466.48. The Russell 2000, negative 21.6%, and a closing price of 1,761.25. Gold, negative 0.4%, and a closing price of 1,819.70. West Texas Intermediate Oil, positive 6.7% and a closing price of 80.26. U.S. Treasury Interest Rates Trajectory For two-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields rose positive three basis points in December to 4.41% at month end, where they are up 368 basis points, positive 3.68%, since their closing level of 0.73% on December 31, 2021. For 10-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields rose positive 20 basis points in December and closed at 3.88% at the end of the year, where they are up 236 basis points, positive 2.36%, 
since their closing level of 1.52% on December 31, 2021. For 30-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields climbed positive 17 basis points in December and reached 3.97% at the end of the month, where they are up 207 basis points, positive 2.07%, since their closing level of 1.90% on December 31, 2021. In examining the 10-year, three-month government bond spreads, the recently inverted yield curve showing that the yield on the three-month U.S. Treasury bill was above the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond, quite often an indicator of an impending economic recession. As of year-end, with a 10-year U.S. Treasury bond yield 3.88% already inverted, negative 53 basis points, negative 0.53%, below the two-year U.S. Treasury yield of 4.41%, an economic recession, in our opinion, appears likely to ensue in 2023 as restrictive monetary policy has kept short-term rates high and market participants expecting GDP growth to slow have directed investment capital into longer-term issues, driving their prices up and their yields down. Equity Market Perspective Given the compressing effects on price earnings multiples of this year's substantial rise in interest rates, as well as several irregular expressions of Federal Reserve hawkishness, Perhaps it comes as little surprise to find that December 2022 joined 16 other negative price performance Decembers over the last 80 years, thus deviating significantly from the average positive 1.4% gain for December's month over this time frame. 2022's negative return for the S&P 500 index thus represents the 26th such losing year out of the last 90 years and the 6th negative year return in the 23 years since the turn of the millennium in 2000. Past equity market history shows that consecutive down years have been relatively rare for U.S. stocks, which might thus indicate a low probability for a decline again in 2023. At the same time, caution should not be thrown to the wind. The four consecutive year drawdowns, 1929 to 1932, 1939 to 1941, 1973 to 1974, and 2000 to 2002 that have occurred can wreak considerable price damage in the aggregate. For the Russell 3000 index comprised of the 3,000 largest publicly traded U.S. companies and representing approximately 98% of tradable equities market capitalization, quite a bit of total market price destruction has already taken place over the course of this year. By late December, the U.S. stock market had lost $11.7 trillion in total market capitalization from its all-time high reached on January 3, 2022. And within the MSCI All-Country World Index, including the stocks of nearly 3,000 companies from 23 developed countries and 25 emerging markets, illustrates the apparent multi-year rotation underway from the healthcare technology sectors to the energy financial sectors. Continuing our emphasis on selectively within all four of these sectors, our investment preference at this point tilts toward energy, financials, and healthcare. Consumer and producer price inflation. Even as M2 money supply growth and the prices of gasoline, vehicles, medical services, and numerous goods have begun or continued to exhibit weakness in recent reporting periods, these declines have so far generally been more than offset by rising prices for many services and especially shelter costs. Shelter costs, a principal driver of the core consumer price index, 
rose positive 0.6% in November after increasing positive 0.8% in October, the largest gain since 1990, and advanced positive 14.2% on an adjusted basis year-over-year, their highest rate of increase since 1990. Moreover, the shelter measure tends to lag increases in home prices and rents, making it uncertain how quickly the incipient cooling in many housing markets will begin to meaningfully tilt consumer price indices in a downward direction. Housing prices make up nearly 40% of the monthly CPI report and represent a chief reason why the CPI has not yet begun to meaningfully decline. The inertial character of shelter costs represents a key factor in our expectation of a modest downward trajectory in inflation price indices for the time being. Average hourly earnings decreased negative 1.9% seasonally adjusted in November 2022 versus November 2021, and when combined with a negative 1.1% year-over-year decrease in the average workweek resulted in a negative 3.0% decline in real average weekly earnings over this time interval. As household liquidity continues to be drawn down, weakness in real wages tends to constrain personal consumption, itself one of the avenues by which the Federal Reserve is seeking to bring down the rate of inflation. Inflation Expectations The Federal Reserve monitors inflation expectations to ascertain whether inflationary psychology is increasing or decreasing, showing inflation beliefs drawn from the monthly New York Federal Reserve Survey of Consumer Expectations, respondents one year ahead inflation expectations have decreased to positive 5.2% in November. Respondents three year ahead inflation expectations have also slightly declined to positive 3.0%. A similar trend can be discerned from the results of the inflation expectations portion of the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, which showed a slight decline to positive 4.4% from positive 4.9%. In one year inflation expectations, as the survey also also registered a slight decrease in 5- to 10-year inflation expectations to positive 2.9% from positive 3.0%, notwithstanding the probability of a reduced pace of target Fed funds rate increases. Such readings, in our opinion, imply a continuation of restrictive monetary policy until inflation expectations exhibit a meaningful downward trajectory. Inflation influences. The meaningful decline in the three-month percentage change in the U.S. M2 money supply has tended to be a reliable several months ahead precursor of future price trends. In our opinion, such a trajectory, with some degree of time lag, appears to foretell downward-sloping headline consumer price inflation. Labor costs have exhibited a meaningful upward trend in recent quarters. Such costs have historically tended to be asymmetrically stickier to the upside then to the downside. The Federal Reserve has repeatedly stressed the need to see softening labor market conditions as a key prerequisite to achieving their inflation-fighting goals. Data for the fourth quarter 2022 Employment Cost Index will be released on January 31, 2023. We acknowledge the central importance of shelter, 32.39%, food, 13.99%, and energy, 7.54% in the Consumer Price Index. The November headline year-over-year CPI paced primarily by declining core goods prices and not yet by core services prices has traced the following path. June, positive 9.1%. July, positive 8.5%. August, positive 8.3%. September, positive 8.2%. October, positive 7.7%. And November, positive 7.1%. 
The inertial character of shelter costs is one reason we anticipate a moderate pace of declining consumer prices in the months ahead. The December CPI will be released on January 12, 2023, and the December Producer Price Index will be published on January 18, 2023. Monetary Policy and Fed Funds Interest Rates Financial market participants via the Fed Fund's futures markets believe the Federal Reserve's policy rates will most likely be negative 50 basis points below the FOMC's median projected target rate at year-end 2023 and negative 100 basis points below at year-end 2024. We anticipate an increase of positive 25 basis points after the January 30th, February 1st meeting, positive 25 basis points after the March 21st to 22nd meeting, 25 basis points after the May 2nd to 3rd meeting, and positive 25 basis points after the June 13th to the 14th meeting, with no further policy rate increases currently anticipated through year-end 2023. In fact, U.S. financial conditions, as measured by the Bloomberg U.S. Financial Conditions Index, interest rate spreads, securities prices, and volatility readings, has been tracking an upward, essentially easing path through most of fourth quarter 2022. We acknowledge the deeply negative inverted yield spreads pertaining as of early December between 10-year U.S. Treasury bonds and one two-year Treasuries negative 53 basis points, 3.88% minus 4.41% as of December 30th and two three-month Treasury bills negative 54 basis points, 3.88% minus 4.42% as of December 30th. Negatively inverted yield curves have in the past been a rather reliable indicator of an approaching recession. And even though the degree of yield curve negativity has declined somewhat in recent weeks, we at this point anticipate a recession of moderate or more asperity in coming quarters. When these negatively inverted yield curves begin to decisively reverse, that should be an indication of an impending easing policy stance by the Fed, with short-term yields beginning to decline and expectations of economic growth on the horizon, with 10-year U.S. Treasury yields on an ascendant path. The housing sector, an elemental factor underlying our current expectation of a lackluster 2023 U.S. economic performance stems from evolving weakness in the housing market. Housing represents a key driver of investment, employment, and consumption. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller seasonally adjusted 20-city composite home price index fell, negative of 0.5% month-over-month in October, marking the first time prices have declined for four consecutive months in four years. And over the past four months, the index has declined negative 3.0%, due in no small degree to an increase in mortgage rates, which has made home buying less affordable and pushed a substantial number of buyers out of the market on a year-over-year basis. The rate of price gain in the index has continued to decelerate sharply from positive 21.3% in April to positive of 8.6% in October. With sales activity declining sharply in many regions of the country, existing home sales down negative 7.7% month over month in November and declining 10 months in a row have been falling faster in 2022 than during the global financial crisis of 2007 to 2009. Existing homes, unlike new homes, represent single-family homes that are owned and occupied before coming into the market. Existing home sales generally account for 80 to 90 percent of total home sales. Weakness in the housing market tends to put downward pressure on rental costs, with the housing category typically accounting for over 40 percent of total expenditures in the CPI, more than twice as large as the next largest category, transportation. We expect slowing monthly rental expenses to continue exerting abating rating force on the shelter component 
of the Consumer Price Index, the U.S. economy and corporate profits. In conjunction with the Federal Open Market Committee FOMC meeting held on December 13th through the 14th, 2022, meeting participants, Fed governors, and regional bank presidents submitted the December quarterly update of their summary of economic projections of the most likely outcomes for real gross domestic product growth, the unemployment rate, and personal consumption expenditures inflation for each year from 2022 to 2025 and over the longer run. Each participant's projections are based on information available at the time of the meeting, together with his or her assessment of appropriate monetary policy, including a path for the federal funds rate and its longer run value, and assumptions about other factors likely to affect economic outcomes. The longer run projections represent each participant's assessment of the value to which each variable would be expected to converge over time under appropriate monetary policy and in the absence of further shocks to the economy. Recognizing the inherent failability of economic projections, we consider the best December thinking of the FOMC participants. The median projections of U.S. real GDP growth are positive 0.5% in 2022 and positive 0.5% in 2023. As compared to the participants' September projections of positive 0.2% in 2022 and positive 1.2% in 2023, the unemployment rate is projected to be 3.7% for 2022 and rise to 4.6% in 2023. The headline PCE inflation index is expected to be positive 5.6% for 2022 and decline to positive 3.1% in 2023, with the core, excluding food and energy, PCE index reaching positive 4.8% in 2022 before dropping to positive 3.5% in 2023. Whether or not the U.S. economy experiences 1. No recession, 2. A mild recession, a soft landing, or 3. A deeper recession, a hard landing, will exert considerable influence on corporate profitability and financial asset prices. Based on the inverted U.S. Treasury yield curve, the target-weighted U.S. dollar, high-yield corporate bond spreads, and ISM manufacturing indices, our view currently calls for 210 to 215 in S&P 500 earnings per share versus an estimated $220 for 2022. A negative year-over-year S&P 500's profits growth rate of negative 2.3% to negative 4.5%. Our view expects a low return world for U.S. equities and fixed income securities over the intermediate term. We assign, one, a 65 to 70 percent probability to a sluggish subpar performance for the economy and financial asset prices in the first half of 2023, followed by a recovery in the second half of 2023 as investors begin to anticipate an improved outlook in 2024. While nevertheless, we also entertain two, a 30 to 35% chance of a stronger than expected first half 2023 in the economy and financial asset prices, followed by second half 2023 weakness. As investors face a new set of economic, financial, and geopolitical conditions over the coming year and the remainder of this decade, We feel it is prudent to devote serious thought to portfolio composition and the likely post-inflation returns from various asset classes. We examine the approximate returns forecast of GMO LLC, a 45-year Boston-based $65 billion asset management firm.
Portfolio Positioning 1. Equity Emphases and De-Emphases 1. We recommend continuing to gradually curtail emphasis towards high-quality, dislocated sectors, companies, and managers in the growth category using the proceeds from any reduced growth exposure to add to select value and defensive sectors, companies, and managers, while retaining a focus in these two categories on energy, select financials, and consumer staples, and a concomitant de-emphasis on companies and sectors dependent on access to low-cost energy. 2. We continue to counsel very selectively adding small and mid-cap companies or investment managers specializing in and with good track records in this space to our primary emphasis on large capitalization enterprises. Three, for the time being, while we continue to prefer a tactical overweighting to U.S. domestic equities with pullbacks such as those encountered in January, April, June, August, September, and December, viewed as an opportunity to only carefully and highly selectively add attractively valued equities, particularly those sectors and companies that are resilient within a multiplicity of economic and financial scenarios. And four, we also espouse holding or gradually building relatively defined allocations to global leaders listed in international markets. Two, focus on strength and quality. One, at the company level in equities, we emphasize identifying and building long-term exposure to firms possessing cash-rich balance sheets, prudence and balance sheet utilization, limited debt, consistency and growth of positive free cash flow generation, secure supply chains, capital expenditure flexibility, and customer bases that are less exposed to recurrent shocks originating from abroad, dividend strength, and competitive business models with abiding competitive advantages, high barriers to entry, low threat of substitute products, and enduring pricing power vis-a-vis suppliers and or customers that over a long time frame can produce high returns on equity through revenue generation and sustainable profit margins rather than through unhealthily high levels of leverage. Two, at the current time, we recommend that consideration be given to reasonably valued, top-quality companies in the healthcare and consumer staple sectors, as well as firms exceptionally positioned to benefit from inflationary forces in the real asset sectors that have demonstrated an ability to opportunistically take advantage of shifting price level changes. Three, balancing growth and value sectors. The positive 20.0 percentage point Russell 1000 minus Russell 1000 growth returns year-to-date relative outperformance through December 31st appears to argue for continuing a degree of balanced exposure in selected value sectors, companies, and managers, as well as in selected growth sectors, companies, and managers. As this process continues, it is worth keeping in mind that true value investing represents identifying and owning assets that are trading for less than they are actually worth, not assets that are merely inexpensive. Many superficially inexpensive assets may be inexpensive for a reason and can very well remain so or deteriorate further. Four, fixed income securities. Reflecting some of their largest year-to-date price declines in more than three decades, U.S. Treasury bond prices year-to-date through December 30th have declined negative 5.1% in the one- to three-year maturity range, negative 16.7% in the seven- to ten-year maturity range, and negative 32.9% in the above 20-year maturity range. Even though yields have moved upward in the past year, year, to us they appear likely to be subject to conflicting forces, with higher yields coming from monetary tightening, perhaps counterbalanced by lower yields coming from the economic retrenchment brought about by the monetary tightening. For now, we prefer maturities and durations along the short to intermediate portion of the yield curve spectrum, while preparing to build or gradually building exposure to longer maturities and durations as recessionary forces appear likely to continue to exert contractionary influence on the economy and bend yields in a downward direction. 
five U.S. dollar outlook. Over the next few quarters, given our expectations of the Federal Reserve, one, reducing the tenor of its policy interest rate increases, and two, continuing to reduce the size of its portfolio of U.S. Treasury and mortgage-backed securities, we believe the U.S. dollar may trade flat to down relative to major currencies, including the euro and the Japanese yen. We expect, one, intervals of U.S. dollar weakness alternating with episodes of U.S. dollar strength as currency exchange rates produce and or exaggerate price-level economic, financial, trade patterns, and capital flow imbalances, and two, the possibility of coordinated capital bank accords to rectify egregiously over- or undervalued currency quotations. Six, alternative investments in real assets. In alternative investments, we continue our multi-quarter focus that has for some time emphasized exposure to one, commodities and real asset sectors of the economy, including industrial metals, agriculture, and metals. Two, some degree of investor-appropriate exposure to gold and or gold mining ETF shares, particularly those miners with reserves in stable geographic locations, capital discipline, and cash flow growth. Three, high-quality master-limited partnerships with strong business models and sustainable dividend-paying capacity. Four, select investments in private credit and private real estate. Five, in opportunistic strategies that are positioned to selectively derive meaningful value from dislocations. Investment Strategy Themes for 2023 To update our investment strategy themes as we enter calendar year 2023 and in preparing portfolio positioning strategies, portfolio positioning principles, and portfolio positioning tactics for 2023, we remain mindful of the oft-quoted observation of the 34th U.S. President and five-star General Dwight David Eisenhower, 1890-1969, that plans are useless but planning is indispensable. With this wisdom in mind, 2023 Investment Planning Approach reflects and encompasses the following themes. 1. Slowing, then recovering GDP as forecast by the December FOMC's median projection, positive 0.5% in 2022 and positive 0.5% in 2023, and 2022 S&P 500 profits as estimated by FactSet on December 15th, approximately positive 5.1% for calendar year 2022 and positive 5.3% for calendar year 2023, with downside risk to both projections. 2 late cycle and sustained restrictive monetary policies by central banks. Three, fluctuating financial asset prices in conditions featuring shifting performance leadership and increased equity volatility VIX, bond volatility move, currency volatility VXY, and VIX futures VIXY. Four, differentiating, with emphasis on greater discernment and active selectivity in asset classes, managers, sectors, and securities. Five, challenging, even in an environment of reduced valuations, investment discipline remains paramount, with the expected considerable upward and downward swings in asset prices often a precursor of ambiguous financial market performance. This concludes our January market commentary by David M. Darst. David is Americana Partners Chief Investment Officer. We are available to answer questions you may have regarding the topics discussed. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Director of Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. Stay invested. Stay invested.